Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation and White Light Publishing House. Hello everyone and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. My name is Raul, angelic messenger and author. And today I got a very special guest, the beautiful and very talented uh, Cheryl Hart. Cheryl is a Gold Coast-based artist known for her ethereal artworks featuring angels, animals, and many other ethereal themes that Cheryl actually brings into life through her artwork. Cheryl studied accountancy at university and followed by a 20-year career in finance. However, nine years into that career, Cheryl realized that she had a, a yearning for that yearning for painting. She wanted to be an artist and she started to do part-time painting for about 15 years and in 2015 she decided that it was time to truly dedicate herself to a full-time career of painting. Um, Painting became a source of energy, comfort and support to Cheryl during really um, challenging times. When we actually have a look at her artistic expression, Cheryl actually shows through it her connection to the angelic realm. And the process that Cheryl shows there is one of beautiful, artistic, joyful transformation. Through her art, Cheryl is actually invites us to experience our own journey. And by doing so, we are looking at that piece of artwork in a total different light. And I'm hoping to be joined by Cheryl very shortly. I can see that Michelle is actually there, but I cannot actually see Cheryl joining in. So Cheryl, if you are coming online, do let me know as soon as you are on the page. Do remember that you need to be on the um, Enlightened Conversations Facebook page as I sent you yesterday. And you can actually, I can actually see you when you come online and, uh, and invite you in. Let me just check to see. And she's coming on board very, very shortly. The beautiful and angelic. Cheryl, hey, hey. I'm, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no need. I I can talk forever, but I just oh, want to I'm bring. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I, I wanted to bring you in because the show is not about me, but it's truly about you. Uh, but I was oh, hoping, no. I was hoping that the angels will help us to um to actually bring you connect. On board. Yes. Yeah. It's it's ironic, isn't it, Rule? It's like we're having problems connecting, and that's what this is about. <laughs> well, but we finally did it. So the we end is perseverance, perseverance. <laughs> yes, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, never give up. Simply surrender and allow things to happen. <laughs> Cheryl, I was, well, this I was. Yeah, go, tell me, tell me. 
Uh, so this is my first live, so it's like I've overcome an obstacle in this moment, so it feels good. <laughs> okay, well, see, uh, we overcame the obstacle and here we are. Yes. Um, yes. I was, I was doing the introduction and mentioning to people that yeah, Michelle is saying, love that, never give up. No, no. And the idea that we're, I was already live, so I was just asking Michelle, okay, help me <laughs> out. Get in touch with Cheryl, and, uh, and finally we are here. I was talking in your introduction about you're your based in the Gold Coast and you do this amazing ethereal work and we've got one yeah. of the pieces behind you. But yeah. tell us about being an accountant and having a career in finance to suddenly going yeah. into painting. What, what was going on there? <laughs> well, it was a gradual change role. It was, it was an... A burning I had this desire to learn to paint and I can't describe it um, I loved art as a child as most children do I just never really held the belief that I was creative or talented in that in that expressiveness and in my late 20s I just had this desire to paint and I was living in Europe with a brand new baby and about to expect my second and I just had this desire to paint and I started with a paint by numbers book that I purchased at the local supermarket and um, I just started to buy books on artwork, I started to read about artists, I started to do exercises from art books that I was buying and as coincidence would have it, a beautiful friend introduced me to an art class um, on the north side of Brisbane at the time and it was a coffee and cake and you paint and explore for two hours a week and that's where it all opened up for me. And um, it really just, it just felt like a natural part of who I was. It just felt so me and it's so unusual because I had such a strong background in finance and numbers because that's where I was naturally talented as well. So um, it's an interesting combination and I'm really starting to embrace it. Uh, but you know what, Cheryl, um, I get that desire because, as you know, I've only started painting a little while ago by doing, by going to yeah. the cork and canvas for my birthday and, <laughs> and suddenly that actually yeah. exploded. And I'm by no means at any level near you, but the idea was, as you said to me, just paint for fun, Raul, and, and enjoy what you do. Um, yes. But isn't it yeah. funny that you were, you were with numbers and suddenly you're painting, but when we have a look, Cheryl, and we have a look at, for example, Archangel Metatron, and we look at the flower of life and the tree of life, it's all about geometry yes. and it's all about, it's all about numbers, is it not? It is, it is, and um, yeah, the patterns in nature as well, it's, yeah, life is very, there's a beautiful order to the universe, and um, music is also based on numbers and patterns and beats as well, it's, um, it's like the universe does beat in, in a rhythm, there's a flow to life, and yeah, I've just, only in the recent couple of days, I've actually been reflecting a lot on my business background and it really serves. And um, mm. it, when you can combine that creative and that, that left side thinking, it's a very powerful mm. energy to bring through and it's very grounded. Um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I think it's yeah. fascinating because we look at the polarity, but at the end of the day, it's truly not a polarity, but it's finding the middle ground. Um, as you said, there was, there was a divine order in what you do in painting, but also there's a divine order in dealing with numbers. 
uh, and trying to balance yeah. accounts. <laughs> so true, so true. I will will say, um, I was in a an art class about two three years ago. I was I joined a local art group to just keep developing my work and keep finding different ways to express. And I thought I would be quite organised, and I actually gridded up my canvas to draw one of my angel figures. And I had the vision for this piece already here, and I thought I just wanted to make sure this is perfect. So I gridded up my canvas. And as I was working, I didn't draw this angelic being that I could see. I drew something that looked more Hulk-like. It, it, it just I couldn't, it didn't flow. Mm. And I had to step back and look at my canvas and go, wow, it's, even though that's the background I've come from, I had to take away the lines and take away the order. And when I just went straight in with my paints, I didn't make a mistake. It just flowed. And this yeah. beautiful form came onto the canvas so fast. So it's like sometimes we go back into that structured way as well. So it's, there's a dance between the two. Yeah. But I think that you, actually found, you actually found the structure by stepping back, stepping away and getting out of your way, yes? It wasn't about yeah. having... And taking... Yeah, sorry, Raul. No. Um, yeah, it was taking the lines away and allowing that energy to come through and trusting in the order that is there yeah. and trusting yeah. in the form that's wanting yeah. to come through. It, yeah. it was kind of like your human brain saying, I need to have the greed, <laughs> but your soul was saying, order will come through the flow. Don't worry about the lines. Yeah, that's, and that's quite a powerful Thing, isn't it because it's so natural for us to want to control outcomes and to control where we're going in life and painting teaches us that sometimes it's really just about trusting and allowing it to evolve and flow on the canvas and yeah I know what it feels like to block myself into a corner when I'm painting and it's like we get that that thinking can come in and um, requires us to step back and to feel what we're doing it's powerful work, isn't it? I think it's just amazing. And I, I was, listen, I was drawn to you by your beautiful artwork. And you've got one piece just right there behind you as a backdrop. And we see a beautiful face. Yes. And, uh, and perhaps yes. if you lean to either right. side, we can actually see. Yes. There's a beautiful hummingbird there, yes? Yes. Look at that. Tell us about that one. Yeah. Oh, beautiful angel. Yeah, and she has beautiful wings. <laughs> yes, she's absolutely gorgeous. And um, she walks with her hand on her heart and the hummingbird is hovering yeah. above her other palm and um, it's very symbolic. And when I first sketched this piece, she was just a floating head on the canvas. I, I could just see her. She came through in my sketchbook. And I was just playing with my chuckles. And I went, oh, I think this is going on canvas. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was a floating head for a little while. And then I started, the vision started to flow. And I, I saw the hummingbird first. And I knew there was something where the hummingbird is on the canvas. I just didn't know what it was until it came to me and while I was working on her. And, um, and then I got the vision in my mind's eye of her, her hand and her reaching out to embrace her new path and the joy on her path and um, her other hand is on her heart because her heart is what's guiding her to that joy very yeah. symbolic and symbolic and the idea of receiving that energy of the hummingbird in one hand 
It's kind yeah. of like the flow, yes? Like what goes it around, is. comes around. She's sending the yeah. energy from her heart to the other hand and to the hummingbird and vice yeah. versa. Um, Definitely. And they're making eye contact as well. The hummingbird is looking at her and going, wow, with reverence for her. And she's looking at the, the hummingbird with reverence as well. And I think if we can walk through our day just taking the most precious little signs of nature and appreciating them, we, mm. we receive gifts in that, whether it's a butterfly, um, mm. caterpillar or mm. ant even. Yeah, it's that reverence for, for Mother Nature as well. To me, the hummingbird resonated because uh, I used to go to New Caledonia very frequent. And one of the years yes. I was in a, in a tiny little island and we were having lunch. And I was, having, and I was, I, I was glad that I was having a non-alcoholic cocktail because it was lunchtime. Uh, so yes. it was truly a punch. And unbeknown to us, this gorgeous hummingbird just came in and started drinking from the little straw. And it kept oh. on clapping. Uh, but you know that we had in those days that were not yeah. um, tel uh, iPhones. We had a camera and I tried to get a picture and he would move away. And the minute that oh. I put the camera down, he would come back down and start wow. drinking again. So I, I thought to myself, okay, fine. It's not about being recorded. It's about being in the moment and enjoying yeah. that presence. Because he was saying yes. to me, no, 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 don't put me on, on a picture. <laughs> Just enjoy this moment. And it was amazing. Yeah. I'm beautiful enough. You don't need to capture me. <laughs> You'll remember me. Correct, correct. And that That's was... what he was saying, Roel. He was saying... I'm too beautiful to be captured. My essence will stay with you. <laughs> and the idea that sometimes, I guess that for me, you want to capture that because you want to see, oh my God, look at what I saw. You want to show somebody you else. You want to share the experience. But yes. the experience was just to be shared with the people around us. And that was it. And that was yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. And you are able to share in a different way. And yeah, um, yeah it's so natural to want to share this when we see something beautiful. It's just human nature that we want others to enjoy it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the... such, that's um, yes, sorry. such an amazing opportunity. It's something I, I have on my bucket list is to see a hummingbird in the wild. I just can't wait for that day. It's on, well, yeah. I'll recommend go to New Caledonia because they are there. Yes. They're everywhere, in yeah. particularly in, in little islands. Yeah. They like the idea of those little islands. And, uh, no. and New Caledonia is not far from us. It's only about three hours away. Oh, I could do that easily. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes, on a whim, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, I was explaining before to people that something that you do with your artwork is that sometimes yes. as you're painting different layers, you're embedded in those layers, certain perhaps angelic symbols or things that the angels tell you that they need to be a part of your painting. Tell us a little yes. bit more about that. Um, that process is something that just evolved naturally. It wasn't intentional. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on a new body of work um, based on my feeling and representation of love and divine union and how I could bring that through and represent that on canvas. And I was working with a piece and it was a healing piece for myself to go, okay, and I just started with no intention of what was going to be created. And on the canvas, on the first layer, was a beautiful infinity symbol came through, 
ball of light. Um, the infinity symbol was made of wings, the two feathers that came as part of symbol. And there was a sword of light down the centre of the canvas and the sword came through and, and then there was two large wings on either side of the canvas. And I just, it was a very free-flowing exercise that I did with lots of medium and paint. And I stood back and I went, wow, that's amazing. And then I, I let myself feel into that piece and I set it aside for a couple of days and I've since drawn over it and the message was to bring the energy of those symbols through even though they won't appear on the outer layers the energy and the intention of having those on the canvas is there and they will resonate through the the paint for people to feel when they look at the work yeah it's just amazing because sometimes when you allow yourself to truly be free and to listen to the message yes because I was painting not long ago and I started painting a moon over the water and yeah. without even realizing, um, when I stood back and I had a look at the moon, the moon was actually in the shape of the yin and the yang. And, uh, yeah. and I just thought, well, that's what it needs to be and that's what it shall be. You are not actually putting any blocks or, or you're not saying, oh, well, what will people think? And make? No, it was just... It was what it was, and I loved it. And I loved that I was just allowing the energy to flow and to be what yeah. it needed to be. And that's really powerful, isn't it? Just to have that fun, and it's fun. It's like, wow, not knowing. And sometimes it's the mistakes on a canvas that will bring us the greatest insight when we're working on a piece. Um, I was actually... Cheryl, you're a well-established well artist, and... People will see your work and they will think, oh, my God, I will never get to do that. And my issue is that you were saying to me, come on, Raul, do it and do it for fun. Don't concentrate on what other people have done. Yes. Um, many people for my birthday party were afraid to come into the birthday party because they knew that there would be an artist at the front guiding us. And they yes. realized, yes. okay, well, let's just go and have fun. And the artist was really a cool person that was truly taking us and saying, okay, this is what I showed you, but go with the flow, go with whatever feels right. And suddenly, within 10 minutes into this party, and we were there for four hours, um, yeah. people are starting to laugh and to relax and, and, and to play with, with, with paint and, and to enjoy what they were doing on the campus. What would you say, Cheryl, to somebody watching us and saying, oh, I would love to do what Cheryl does, but I don't... I, I'm not an artist, and that's what people usually say, but I'm not an artist. Why would I go to your birthday party at an art gallery? Well, I used to hold that belief too, Raul. I, I held that belief for so many years that I wasn't creative, and I just followed that desire to learn to paint. And I painted a fair bit at home for probably a year before I actually found a class, and that was just by coincidence. And the first piece I did was a piece that everyone in the class did on their first day, and... I was really blessed with a beautiful teacher and she said, you don't need to know how to draw. And so it was, just, I wish I had have kept it. It was a very simple, um, it wasn't simple at the time, I, but I was so proud of it. It was a, a scene of the beach with the ocean and a little boat on the horizon and everybody's piece looked different. And I, it was just such an empowering process and I don't feel... I feel we're all creative in our own way and we all express. We're not meant to express the same way. And I even find myself now comparing myself to other artists. I think it's natural for us to continually look outside of ourselves 
yeah. to, to go, I'm not, I'm not good enough. But um, I don't have, sometimes I've had this little block in my mind. I don't have formal training and I haven't studied fine art and I wish I had of. But my life didn't take that path and maybe there's blessings in that because there's a sense of freedom I have around my work as well where I don't fit into a box and I've learnt to just trust my own flow with it. Yeah. Um, so my recommendation is, is just to play. And I still remind myself to do that now because when I play, that's when I'm truly creating. Yeah. And it's not, it's just doing what makes your heart feel good and it's meant to be fun and joyful. Yeah. And for you became a career, but it was kind of like a, a transition and a build up of years upon years to, to become a full time artist. Oh. So, Definitely, and, and lots of hours rule. Like I've been painting part-time for 15 years, maybe more, um, and it was just something I did and I would, I'd paint late at night when the children were in bed. I'd paint on weekends. I'd paint any chance I could. Sometimes in my PJs, I'd get up in the middle of the night and I'd have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> the family would wake up and I was still painting. Yeah. It's just you just have to find time and whether it's two or three hours a week, one hour a week. And, um, and then over, over time, my work just evolved and it is still evolving and I hope it always will. And so I think that it, recommend yeah, and I think that your work will always evolve because you're always, you're always allowing that connection with source, yes? Um, yeah. For people that they don't know you, Cheryl, you, I, I can say that you're highly spiritual and you're highly connected and... And you actually take the messages um, very seriously, but also to the point that you think, okay, I'm just going to go with that, but I'm going to have fun with it. I know that perhaps the message is rather serious, but I'm just going to allow the lightheartedness in me to express itself onto the canvas. Hence, the hummingbird, because the hummingbird is bringing, and when you look at that piece, and maybe if you move again a little bit so we can see it again, yeah. You can see the, how the hummingbird is actually flying and it's moving and the energy surrounding it. And that, that wing that is coming from the angel just above. And, and yes, as you were saying, the gaze between the angel and the hummingbird, they're looking at each other in the eye and that's so beautiful. Um, Cheryl, something that is distinctive in your work. Um, yeah, come back. <laughs> Something that is distinctive in your work is that, and I want to make a point of extinction here, because yeah. you draw males and females, and they're very, yes. they're very sexual, sensual, and there's a fine yeah. line in there, and I want people yeah. to understand because what you create is so beautiful, and the human body and yes. the form, but I like people to understand that it's not about sexuality alone. It's about understanding what the naked body, without having to see everything, actually yeah. um, invite us to see on your pieces. Yeah, and it, it's something I never set out intentionally to do, Raul. Um and it's something that just evolved probably about three years ago. I just had, I had never done life drawing. I had never really done much drawing in my lifetime. So I've recently joined a life drawing group. And yes. 
And so it, it came by surprise for me a little bit too. And I just had this love and this desire to paint the human form. And I just feel this expansiveness. Like it's hard to describe. It's I feel free. Just mm -hmm. and this, you don't look at the body as a body as such, but you see it as something really beautiful. And mm. you just feel you feel the flow of the form and the flow of the arms and the legs and. For me, the nakedness also started to symbolise how sometimes we feel in life um, when we're experiencing a struggle or a challenge. We feel raw, we feel naked, we feel vulnerable. And sometimes, and art for me, um, it started as a hobby, but it became a very healing process. Um, I had a lot of health issues about 12, 13 years ago and had surgery and I spent periods of time where I was bed rested for months at a time and Art was my place to go to retreat. It was my place to top up. It just helped me to find understanding. It helped me to process what I was experiencing and it became a very healing experience and it's just continued to do that. And, yeah, I love Renaissance artwork. So over the years my inquiry has broadened and I'm reading about Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci and planning a trip to Italy to, to go exploring and um, yeah it's just I keep following that path of inquiry yeah. and I think that's what I would say to anyone just keep following yeah. the path and, and if you have an interest in something pick up a book and just keep taking that as your sign that that's where you're being you your heart wants to go yes yeah uh, you were yeah. talking about Michelangelo and I remember um, yeah being at the 16th chapel and having a look at that amazing ceiling and yeah, years, incredible. Years, yeah. years later i was talk about the places and situations and how everything aligns for you to get certain messages and to see um yeah years later I was in macau opening um the venetian casino resort which is 3000 suites but the whole lobby is in domes and they actually got artists from Italy and they spend months laying on their back on scaffolding <laughs> painting the ceilings wow. and the, what we saw there and the frescoes that they did it was just it was really amazing but it was really amazing to see them at work and the dedication yeah. and and the patience and sometimes I know that I just started out and sometimes you want to do something and you want to look perfect straight away <laughs> and you don't know the techniques yeah. yet uh, and you get yeah. frustrated and you think, well, hang on a minute, it's sort of like you're nowhere near doing that sort of thing. You need to realize where you're at and enjoy that yeah. little process that it will take you further as you're moving along. And as you're saying, keep on investigating, keep on researching, keep on allow yourself to bring out the inner child curiosity that it will get you to where you need to be. And have fun. I had no expectations of painting when I started. It was just fun and I just couldn't wait to get to class each week. I had my homework done. <laughs> I'd worked as much as I could during the week and um, I just loved it. And I had never expected to actually start selling my work and people started buying it and as fast as I was painting, it was selling it. And um, it was just because I loved it. I just did it without any expectation. It topped me up. So, yes. yeah. And I think it's when like... you start even, yeah. 
expectations block that flow and creative energy wants to be free and kids want to be free. When you contain a child, they go a little bit crazy. So, yeah, if you, I think it's been... If you pay to make money, more than likely money is going to run away from you. But if you paint out of love, money will be your byproduct. Yes. Yeah, I think so, Raul. I just, I, I get blocked, actually. I, I actually, the painting process doesn't flow unless I feel what I'm painting. Yes. And over the years, I've, got, I've, I've worked with amazing teachers and different mentors as I've moved. And time has just opened up another opportunity to do another class. And I've learned something from each teacher. That each time, it's just really... I've learned to trust that if I feel what I'm painting, if I feel a connection to it, it flows. Yes. I have to love it. Sometimes yeah. I look at my work and I go, oh, I love you. I just love it. And yeah. it's that feeling of, wow, if I was never to sell it, I would still paint. If I, yeah, I would paint regardless of yeah. what, what I needed to do financially. But um, I just yes. love it. So. But I think it's that message that you just said, looking at a piece of artwork that you produce and saying, I love it. Because sometimes people say, oh, don't be egocentric. It's not about egocentric. It's about you are painting in the zone, within that flow, within the angelic realm, if you wish. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you see the whole picture and you go, wow, and I was a part of that. Yeah, and you feel it, Raul. You actually feel it. I feel it in my heart. I look at a piece and I go, whoa. And sometimes you forget and sometimes you get into that place, you go into that place of judgment mm. and you become, and I start to critique my work. And sometimes I'll step away from a piece and I'll come back and I'll, I'll look at it with fresh eyes and I'll actually then feel it again. It's when that, that thinking mind kicks in that you lose that connection. And, yeah, um, yeah it's, it took me a little while to really understand that and I'm still really finding my process and I think I always will. When I'm 90, I'll be still <laughs> developing my work in some way. Absolutely. That's my intention. Yeah. Cheryl, have you, have you conducted any classes at all? I do plan to roll. Um, I have done them over the time in different forms when I've taught clients about angelic communication and connecting with their guides. And I am looking to, to bring some classes on board. I'm just wanting to put my time into really developing. A new, I've got two new bodies of work I'm planning at the moment. And um, it's, I think, yeah, I'd love to, 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 to guide and support others when the time is right. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that but that's going to be a natural. A yeah, it's going to be a natural yeah. progression for you. I think so, Roel. And it's it's a very I think it's a really sacred space that you you hold as a teacher when someone steps into that creative energy, especially for the first time. Because yes. um, it's a yeah, it's such a people step in, and it's when they're opening themselves up. You sort of. I have a lot of regard for art teachers. I think they, they do an amazing job and I've been very grateful to the teachers I've had on my path and each teacher has taught me something different. Um, but I would always say it needs to be done in the spirit of fun. And, yes. Um, yeah, it's important. But I think that and people it's will... it's okay uh, to make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. People will be drawn to I'm you just, by your personality, by your warmth, by the idea that you're saying to people, Fine, I can produce this, but you know what? Have fun. You don't need to be me. Be uniquely yeah. you. Yeah, and and we all have a, a, 
a way of expressing and no two artists will produce the same work and that's what makes it so beautiful and I, I heard a, an artist that I follow online, he said, you have to be prepared to, to paint for the rubbish bin. You have to be prepared to throw this piece out. In other words, you have to be prepared to make a mistake. It's okay. There is no mistakes in art. It's just it's a form of expression and sometimes things don't work. And sometimes you do paint yourself in a corner and you overthink a piece. Um, what I have found, Raul, which is quite funny, is what happens for me at the canvas when I'm working, it often reflects what's going on in my life away from the canvas. And the flip side as well, if I'm stuck in an area of my life, I'll often go and paint it out. I'll, I'll do a piece that helps me to move through it. And I'll put meaning into the piece and it's my meditation, it's my healing time. Yeah, it's my fun time. <laughs> um. Do you always do big pieces or you paint some smaller ones? I'm doing a mix of pieces and I'm working with some watercolour pieces at the moment and I do a lot of sketching as well. Um, water, I've got quite a few that I'm doing. I usually do a watercolour piece each day because it's something that's very easy and very clean to tidy up. And I, for my oils, I work on large pieces, which is the size of what you see behind me. And I'm starting to actually go bigger again with yeah. my oil pieces. Um, I have smaller works. Yeah, so a mix of pieces actually at the moment, Royal. Um, have you got some of those sketches there with you? Not not handy at the moment. Okay, no, I can pop okay. some in the chat. I'll pop some photos in in the chat. Okay, that'll be good for people to see <laughs> the progress, yeah? Where you start from. And, yeah. Yeah, that'll be good later and on I've, people in the chat. I've been teach, teaching myself watercolours and um, has didn't go very well when I first started. <laughs> I nearly nearly gave up. <laughs> it was like, oh, my gosh. It's such a different medium to work with and um, that frustration kicks in and it doesn't flow like oils does. Yeah. And um, I was about to give up and I was like, right, I just, just didn't work. I'm not a watercolour artist. <laughs> And then I just it clicked one day. It just clicked. But I probably threw out 12 to 15 pieces in the process of just being frustrated or it didn't flow. And, and then I started to feel it and um, it started to work. Yeah, because and you were really with the expectation. That. Yes, yeah. And I was trying to get it to fit what I would normally do with oil paints as well. So. And you couldn't. You can't. I think we're always in student mode. I think no matter how long you've painted, I think it's healthy to constantly stand up to go, I don't know what I'm doing today. I'm going to just trust or I'm going to talk to another artist or seek guidance. And, um, yeah, I think but I think it's, it's wonderful to hear that an established artist look for guidance, that an established artist is willing to make a mistake, is willing to say, oh, I'm ready to give up. And suddenly when you're ready to give up, <laughs> you are on the tipping point and things change. Yeah, um, that's yeah. I, I've learned that in my career, um, never give up, surrender to the process, but don't give up. That's what today, I yeah. couldn't get you on board, but I thought I'm gonna stay here until Cheryl comes on board uh, and she will find her and way. I was, yes, I was early too, Roel. I was so early, I was early. <laughs> I turned up early. It's like, how do I get this to work? <laughs> Well, it's good. Anything. But it is. It's just, and I think too. It's um. There is no. I'm. I'm a perfectionist in a lot of areas of my life, and um, so taking that into painting has proved challenging for me at times because 
I can feel when I'm getting into that point with a piece where I'm really focusing on the detail, but I've lost, I'm starting to lose the essence of the piece mm. and I'm starting to lose the feeling because I'm starting to get too particular about the detail. And sometimes I'll have to stop myself and step back and go, okay, it's complete. What's up here and not down here? <laughs> yeah, and it's that constant tug of war, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It is. And when you, when you go with the flow and you don't overthink it. But you know what? Yeah. I used to say that to teachers in training when I was training teachers at university. You may have your session plan, but don't overthink your class. Truly go with the no. flow. Go with what the students are actually telling you that they want to learn. So long as it's related yeah. to your topic, that they're not taking yeah. you to what they watch at the movies, then go with that. Go with the flow and, and yeah. you will see that you will develop and you will feel free. And you're suddenly in that yeah. space that is, that is inclusive. And that's what you're doing with your art. The art is actually inclusive because what you see in your artwork may not be necessarily what I look at, correct? Yes. Yeah, and it's, I, I do believe that art, when you share it, it becomes other people's journey. And so the journey I have with a piece is not the journey someone else will have with a piece. And some of my artwork doesn't appeal to everybody, and that's okay. It, it, mm. It's just something I, I painted for myself, and then I'm, it's amazing when other people connect to it in the way that I do. But if they don't, that's okay as well. That's what art is about. Art yeah. is such a powerful force for telling and sharing a story. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, from the time we, we cavemen painted drawings in their caves, mm -hmm. art has told our story as humans. So mm -hmm. for me, this is my story and it's how I find peace in my life and balance. It's how I come back to, to me when I'm getting off balance in other parts of my life. I paint. So it's, it's powerful. And if that's all art provided me, that's such an amazing gift. It's so powerful. But isn't that a beautiful legacy that you're actually leaving behind, yes? Because um, generations to come, when we're all gone, uh, the art will still survive. It will be in somebody's place and it will be an heirloom that is being passed on from one generation to the next. And yeah. your, your piece will have a different essence and a different energy, but it will continue the journey, although you're no longer physically there. Yeah, which is pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah. It is. And it's, it's, yeah, it's transformative when you can, and I think it's really great for life and it's really great having a business background to understand that when you have a vision or a dream for something, there's a process to bringing it through. And as you know, with artwork rule, it takes time to develop your skill and even Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, when I've read about their life, that they dedicated their lifetime to being artists every day. They practiced and they were disciplined and routined. It was constant work. It was a constant checking back in and progressing with their talent. And um, I think for myself as well, it's been an amazing journey of checking back in and yes. coming back to that base. But if we, if we have a look at the artists of the past, the, the maestros, um, they never set out to make a lot of money, did they? No, no. They, their, and paintings, I, I, my... their paintings today are being sold for millions of dollars. Yes. But they never got any of that. 
<laughs> I know, and I watched um, I watched the beautiful movie they did on Van Gogh's life recently, and um, he died very poor, and his work is just is very profound, and he was a very dedicated artist. It was something yeah. that he just needed to do. He had that calling. It was what his soul needed to express. Correct. And, and, um, and although we may say, as you just mentioned, he died very poor, if we sit for a minute and think about it, he probably died really rich. Um, because what he did, it was beyond the monetary value. He wasn't putting a value to it. Yes. And you can't. You can't put a value on that piece you feel inside. No value can be placed on that. Yeah. And um, there's been periods in my life when art is something I only did a couple hours a week, but it was enough to keep me connected to that joy in my life and that part of myself that helped me to find balance the other six days of the week. Yeah. And that's powerful. When you can touch something for two or three hours a week and it can sustain you for six days, for the other six days, that's a really powerful tool. That's, yeah. that's powerful and understanding that. It's very powerful and, yeah, I love art and I've just become, it's just become every part of my life and um, being able to make a living from it is, is very joyful. It adds yes. to it, but it doesn't take away from what it gives me. Yes, um, correct. It doesn't take away the, yeah. And we've I, got a, one of my favourite comments. We've got a comment here Sorry? from Michelle Cheryl that it says, thank you for yes. your honesty in working through your parts <laughs> of your life. And she's saying, I wrote a book on ways that we can do this with art. And she put the link there yes. to the book. Um, but it's just yeah. amazing how we express, because I can relate of writing books and what you're trying to, to put forward and what you're trying to express and the message that you're trying to give to people. But sometimes, like yourself, um, People write to me, Cheryl, and they tell me, oh, my God, your book touched my life at the right moment, and I read that little passage. And you never set out to do that. You set out to tell your story, and suddenly people are telling you that they meant so much to them. And I am certain that you get the same comments from people that they probably held your art for quite a few years, and suddenly they look at it and they say, oh, today has a different meaning. Yeah, I have received that and it's, it's a really beautiful gift to receive. Um, and I've read a, I've been doing some research on art therapy over the years and um, I read a quote recently that when someone looks at a piece of artwork, they their, their neural pathways tune into the neural pathways of the artist at the time of painting the piece. Yeah. So there's some amazing research coming through for us to show the healing benefits of work and um, the power of work to, to help us connect to each other. And I think that's what art's really amazing, that it can connect with someone like your written work, which writing is a form of creative expression, is art, just yes. in a different form. So, and it's about connection. And I think that's really the gift of art or writing or music is connection. It brings us together yes. to share a story, a shared story. Yeah, Because we're all on a very journey yeah yeah um on what was it tuesday night um my friend laura took me to the opera and we went to see la traviata yeah. and the idea that yeah. sometimes you may not understand the language yes that the songs are actually sung on but you understand the sentiment and 
tears will just uh, scroll down your, your cheek thinking, oh my God, I can feel the power, I can feel the sentiment, it doesn't matter. And, and here in Australia, when you go to the opera, they put a little screen with a translation at the top. But suddenly yes. you think, I don't care about the translation, it's about being in the moment and being with yeah, the singers and the actors and, and feeling what they're actually feeling. And that's so, so powerful. It is, yeah. I have, I, I can't sing, so I have such a, an awe for, for people who can sing and who have amazing voices. It's, um, yeah, I always feel so inspired. Live music just touches us to the core, doesn't it? But I think that when I look at different pieces that you have painted, and for those of you that you're watching this program, go to Cheryl's page. Cheryl Hart Intuitive Artist or the website cherylhart.com.au and you're going to be able to see what I'm talking about. To me, your art is music because the way that it flows and the way that it moves and, and I can actually see the movement on, on that piece behind <laughs> you. It's just beautiful and that's, that has a musicality to it. The colors, the shades, the, the light. So... You may not be able to sing with your voice, but you're singing with your paintbrush. Oh, thank you, Rural. That's a beautiful, beautiful description. Thank you. I do sometimes dance while I paint. If, I don't know if that makes a difference, but I sometimes dance. It makes a difference to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I like to, um, I like that movement and, yeah, I've just been very blessed. I just... That when I paint, I just seem to see what I need to paint before it goes on a canvas, and I just follow that. It's like, oh, there's a feather. There's a that's where the wings going, and um, yeah, so it's good. And I look like Edward Scissorhands when I paint. Sometimes I'll have like four <laughs> or five brushes in my hand and in my mouth. And <laughs> yeah. But I think that that's that's the idea of you going with a flow and not caring. Yes, uh, and yeah. the idea of, yeah. yeah, just doing what comes naturally. I just want to reiterate because that's what I'm getting from the the angels that they're saying to people listening to this, remember that people like Michelangelo, like people like Salvador Dali, like Pablo Picasso, they painted because it was something that they wanted to do. And they didn't set out to be brilliant artists. They were just just who they were. And... If you're going to pick up a brush, do it because you want to do it. Don't do it because you want to be Cheryl Hart. No. And, and it, this, it comes from inside of us and, and not to compare yourself to anybody else. Um, and I, I, I remind myself of that all the time. It's like I just need to be me in the process. I just need to paint what I feel guided to paint or what feels good because when you do that, it just flows. And yeah. I make mistakes, all artists do rule, and I think that's something we don't realise. And um, mm. sometimes the best mistakes turn out to be the best pieces. <laughs> yeah. Because perfection doesn't quite exist because we're not perfect ourselves. So uh, it, it's kind of like an oxymoron trying to look for perfection. Yeah, and it's just doing what you love. And um, I, I would paint regardless. I've been I've painted for years just purely for the joy of it and it brought so much joy to my life and still does and um, 
I think that's really special. And I, I know we've got Mother's Day on Sunday and both of my children are busy and I'm like, oh, that's amazing because I can paint for the day. <laughs> that's, that's an amazing that's, gift. <laughs> that's the best gift ever. Um, Marisa yeah. is saying hello, Raul, great interview. So people are tuning uh, in and they're loving listening you. to what you have to share, um, there, Cheryl. Cheryl, you painted throughout the years. What happens to all these pieces? <laughs> Do you have a warehouse? <laughs> Do you get them out? Do you sell them? <laughs> I have them in a mix of places at the moment. I have a lot stored and I have, I have a whole body that's just about to come out and they're so close to being finished. Yeah. So they've stored in my studio and um, a lot of those aren't online yet until they're nearly complete. I'll, I'll put them on once they're complete. Yeah, I have a couple of shops and little outlets that, that display my work. So I'm very blessed to have that amazing support. I think um, it's been, yeah. I've been very lucky in that way. So I am preparing for a solo exhibition. Hopefully early next year the whole body of work will be done and that will be on my theme of love and divine union. And I'm also working on another project which is being birthed to bring through the essence and the spiritual magnificence of animals um, to, to bring through my passion, which is to bring through work that can go into conservation projects. I'm oh, very, um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I love wildlife, I love nature, but I've always wanted to paint for wildlife protection and conservation. So I'm working on some ideas and doing some sketches and starting to build a body of work around that theme as well. So that's, that's another passion project for me. Um, yeah, so that will all start to come to light over the next couple of months. We'll start sharing those projects and um, hopefully as once I get a date and a venue for an exhibition, I will be able to share with you. So, Beautiful. Would you ever think of um, kind of like traveling with your exhibition, taking it to other states and showing it? Oh, definitely. I used to exhibit my work at Mind Body Spirit Festivals and that's how I shared my work last year. I did the Mind Body Spirit Festival in Brisbane and Sydney. And I did the I went to Canberra and Wollongong and I have done that for the last two years. I launched painting full time two years ago. This year I'm sort of with um pulling back my energy just to go into more painting mode and um, so I have more dedicated studio time to build up the two new bodies of work that I'm planning at the moment. And I've got lots of work in progress pieces. So I'm just wanting to bring those to completion. And, um, and then I'm going to look for a venue. I'd like to take my work to both Sydney and Melbourne. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I do have plans to travel. And if I, what I'm also thinking of doing is share, I'll be sharing more of my work online as well as the pieces are finished. So doing more videos and more videos of the stories behind each piece. I write. Yes also a lot when I paint so I yeah it's like um a little journey process that I go on with each piece I document it as I work through the work yeah. well I'm actually moving to Sydney early June so I'll keep an eye out for some galleries that will resonate with me and with the work that you do and then I'll let yeah. you know yeah, thank you, Raul. I'm actually going to be down there probably in June as well to, to do a recce of galleries and to do – I have a couple of stockers in Sydney and I have a beautiful stockist in Wollongong as well at the moment, so they're avenues for sharing my work. Beautiful. So I'm just – I'm looking to, to build collaborations with more venues and stockers um, so I can spend more time in my studio and increase the output of work that's coming out. Yeah. 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 Well, when you are in Sydney, let me know. We need to catch up for a coffee. 
Oh, that would be amazing because we actually haven't had a chance to meet in person, which is beautiful because we no, have we a have beautiful friendship. We, we have always <laughs> done this sort of communication, you and I. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got a message yeah. here from um, Michelle. She's saying, you are a natural shell of heart. I am sure this oh, will oh, not be you, the Michelle. last live stream. <laughs> um, well, Michelle, thank maybe Michelle could, um, could actually become a host of Enlightened Conversation. Who knows? Something for the two of you to talk about at a little later stage. Um, yes. Cheryl, where is your work going to take you in the next five years to come? I know that you've got all this planned for next year, but where do you see your work taking you? Wow. My let me feel into that. Gosh, Rule, um, I've been revisiting my business vision over the last couple of months and I have a really strong desire to, to bring more social, bring elements of a social enterprise into my work. So I'm, I want my work to be able to give back and I've been really feeling into how my work can add value. As I think it sounds crazy, but as an artist, and because I don't have that formal training, quite often I get my mind kicks in and I go, wow, how, how does my work really add value? But I forget about the story and where, it, where I've come from sometimes. Mm. But for me, I just want to keep exploring, keep evolving, keep developing my work, keeping it as pure as I can in that my intent for each piece comes from that place of play and love. It's, I'm painting because I love it regardless of the outcome or the commercial flow-on effect. Mm. Um, so that's, that's a goal I have for the next five years. I'm going to keep following that path of joy, just keep painting what I love to paint. And when I feel drawn to bring a body of work through and to bring a message through to follow it. And um, Do you know that more, that, ex more expeditions, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've been shown an image of a piece of artwork that you haven't created yet and you will create but it will actually be hanging at a children's hospital and it will be something that will inspire children. So keep an eye on that. It's coming your way. Yeah. What, what the piece will be, I'm not sure, and that will be revealed to you only, but it will be something related to children for a children's hospital. So Yeah, I, art has been such a healing gift in my life. It's just, it's a source of it's where I go to retreat. It's where I go to connect with myself again. It's where I connect with my beautiful guidance and where I feel connected to God again or the divine, whatever people choose to call it. For me, it feels divine and expansive. So I will keep following that path and keep trusting that as I share my work, I share it in a way that adds as much value to other people as well. So I'm hoping in five years' time that I can be part part partnering with a conservation project to work with with particularly animals in Africa. That's where I'm feeling drawn and Australian wildlife as well. So I'm wanting to really develop that over the next five years. So I'm going to be open to whatever comes through role and um, no expectations I think is probably the, the best way to move forward so that we can allow something to evolve, something more than what I can conceive with my mind. I'm just going to trust in, in what's going to unfold for me and keep painting. And I think that that word trust is exactly what got you to where you are now, that idea of yeah. getting yourself out of the way and simply going with the flow and becoming, becoming one with that divine source that you're talking about. 
without questioning yeah. and, and without putting any obstacles. And although our mind, we're always judging, and that's part of who we are because we're human. We cannot undo yes. that. Uh, it is silly yeah. to try and undo it. But we can actually learn to deal with it in a way that it allows us to appreciate whatever you are producing as something beautiful. And sometimes it could be artwork, it could be writing, it could be music, it could be yeah. dance, but it could be your children, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I have two young adult children and... Um... Yeah, it's just, and so, it's sometimes the unknowing can be very daunting. And it's just a couple of years ago when I actually decided to paint the body of work that you were drawn to when we first met, Raw. And I remember making a commitment. I had a vision for a room filled with angels, male angels. And I just trusted that vision and it unfolded. I didn't know how it was going to unfold. I remember walking on, I live at Coolangatta near the beach, walking onto the beach thinking, okay. I'm just going to surrender. I don't know how this is going to come together. I was recently divorced. I was, do I go back to accounting? Do I start again as an artist? I'm, all of that head stuff came up, like how am I going to bring this together? Like, and all of that crazy talk. And then I just thought just trust Cheryl and just trust in the divine. Um, I've been very, very blessed in my lifetime to feel that connection and I've felt it when I've really most needed it in my life, when I've struggled with different things or when I've been unwell. I felt this energy, this guiding energy there, mm -hmm. and particularly when I paint, that energy is there. But when I step away from the canvas, the energy's still there. So it's just been a, a bridge for me to bring that into my life, and I think that is so powerful. So. I made a commitment three years ago when I started full-time that I was just going to honour it, keep it pure and trust and yeah. just keep coming back, doing the work I need to do to get my head out of the way and um, be very blessed because I feel I've got such an amazing opportunity to touch other people's lives and art has been a gift to my life and I just want to share that. It's helped me in so many ways. Yeah, so that's... Me in a nutshell, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got another message here from another Cheryl, Cheryl Hurst oh. in, in Sydney, and she's saying, "What a beautiful soul you have, Cheryl." And true, you oh, do. Thank you, uh, and and you yeah. Mean, yeah, you just you just send the love out not only with the conversation here, Cheryl, with what you do with the person that you are, but mm -hmm. I know that it wasn't an easy journey for you to get to where you are today. Uh, if people see this amazing woman in front of us, uh, please believe me, because I know that it wasn't, it hasn't been a simple task. Uh, you worked really hard at it. Yeah, lots of hours. And um, even now, there's so many hours that go into pieces that you really don't see the development go onto the canvas. Yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of skills, a lot of hats you wear as an artist and um, I'm really grateful at times that I do have an accounting finance background because it does help me. Yes. Um, but it's just, I just have to keep honouring and going, wow, I have to trust this is not about me. Art has brought so much into my life. There's a higher purpose here and um, if I can do what touches my heart, I'll touch the hearts of other people yes. as long as I can keep it clear and I can be clean in my motivations at all time. So still doing the inner work, um, being self-aware, being mindful mm. and um, 
just yeah it's key and just encouraging others i would love to say to everyone that watches this just to pick up a paintbrush if you get stuck send me a message i'm always happy to help or offer feedback on on work people are doing and that's something that i've loved about being an artist is artists have this respect for creativity and creative energy is something that is so powerful and we all have it um yeah just have fun play with it i some of my first pieces you would be so shocked if you saw them <laughs> i've come such a long way and i'm so excited to see what i'm producing in five years time but that's amazing because i remember showing you some of my little pieces and you were giving me such encouragement but it's the idea to allow yourself to go through the learning process um when you when i look back at those pieces i would probably be saying the same as you but it doesn't really matter because that's where we were this is where we are now and we need to not only embrace it but we need to honor it and we need to say at that point in time what i did i loved it sure the techniques were totally yeah. wrong but it doesn't really matter i was expressing myself through yeah. that piece Uh, I have an amazing story. I don't know how we're going for time, but um, uh, if it's okay to share it. Yeah. Um, it was about 10 years ago, not long after my, my separation and divorce, I was sitting in a workshop thinking, and it was a workshop on how to create profit out of your passion. And I'm like, okay, can I create a business out of my artwork? And I met this amazing lady and she was sharing the story of her business and how she bought a piece of artwork in Brunswick Heads about 10 years ago and how amazing it was, it was Buddha she purchased I used how I felt my connection to the divine initially was through a Buddha painting and I I did about 12 Buddha pieces over that time and she purchased one of the pieces but I didn't know that when I first met her and she was sharing her experience of how powerful this artwork is and how much she loves it in her room and it took her 8 years to find it I'm sitting there going oh my gosh I would love to be an artist like that that has that impact on somebody. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> and as the conversation went along, she describes the artwork and I'm like, it sounds like my painting. <laughs> I painted that. And I asked her, "Do you remember the name of the artist?" And she said, "No, I don't. I know she had two young children. She was very unwell at the time. I had a breast cancer scare at that time and um so it was a stressful period and she said she was quite unwell and she painted this piece helped her to heal. And I and I'm thinking that sounds like my story too. It's like, "Oh." And I asked her for a photo of the artwork and it was my Buddha piece that I had painted and sold 10 years earlier. And it it was one of my pieces that I didn't really at the time I was so judgmental. I thought it was one of my worst pieces. and i came home in tears thinking wow that was a kick up the bum from the universe <laughs> to say honor everything you do and mm. never judge it because you don't know how you're going to impact somebody else and it's not our place to judge the journey that someone else has with your artwork it, you have to be detached from the outcome so let the expectation go in the creation process but detach from the outcome of who touches that work and who buys it and i just came home and i pulled out all of my work and hung up work that i had put away thinking it was too basic or i'd evolved too much to have it on my wall and it was like yeah i felt like i got a little bit of a pat on the head from the universe to say come on shell value everything you do yeah and I, i'd say that to everyone so for you roll value every piece mm. of work you do and and you know what shell i'm actually doing now and um, michelle is saying 11 11 on the 11th. <laughs> so here we are, 11 11 on the 11th. Beautiful.
Um, I am valuing and I'm following your example and I followed your guidance because um, somebody approached me to actually paint five pieces for a benefit wow. at a ladies' college here in Melbourne that they're going to be yeah. um, they're going to be selling that for um, a benefit of a sister school in Africa. And, wow, and for a minute, I went to that place. For a minute, I went to that place of panic thinking, and I thought of you, and I thought they should be asking Cheryl to do this, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I thought. I thought of you as I, again and thought, okay, no, I, I'm just going to paint whatever it comes naturally. Yeah. And, uh, and who knows? Somebody's going to buy that. It's going to be on their wall. And they're actually yeah. helping a school on the other side of the world. So yeah. that little piece of artwork is helping and touching many people's yeah. lives that I probably will never meet. Yeah, that's really wonderful, Ro. And I'm so glad, so glad. And I've loved watching your work develop. And um, I've watched you have so much fun with your pieces. Yeah, I it's, do. It's really, I do. Yeah. I do have a lot of fun. And it, yeah. And I think you'd love Van Gogh's work. I watched the story of his life. And um, I don't know if you've seen his recent movie. That's It's an amazing movie. His work is really beautiful. And, um, yeah, I think it's just inspiring to see you play it's, and it's, the colors in your work is really beautiful and they're so bright and playful yeah. and your energy comes through in that work it's, it's wonderful yeah it does and, then, and i guess that if we are talking about that is to say to everybody that they're watching just if you feel inclined give it a go don't be restricted yeah. i know that cheryl paints beautiful artwork but um that's what you're drawn to do. Um, Cheryl, no pressure, but this is only just touching base. Remember yeah. that, that artwork that you and I talked about? Oh, yes, yes. I do remember. I have got some sketches coming together for that piece. Yes. Okay, good. On. So, no, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to sort of have an idea of where you are at. Okay, good. On. That's all. Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. Um, and I, I have to say, I went to class one day and I was having trouble. I was a little bit blocked and I came home with a painting that looked like mud. <laughs> it looked like a blob of mud. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. The, the beautiful Cheryl Park painting of I blob painted, of mud. It looked like mud. It was just like, oh, my gosh. It, I, I don't know how I did it, but I painted mud. So some days you need to paint paintings that look like mud. It's a part of the journey, and um, yes. <laughs> but then that map allows you to paint something like the beautiful painting that you got behind. Did you actually name that piece? I didn't, and I don't know what happened to it. I think I transformed it into something else. I okay. think I, I think it eventually became a peacock piece. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's a beautiful yes. piece. So it evolved. So you were able. I was able to still find something in that yeah. it, it did look like a giant blob of brown <laughs> seriously <laughs> i don't know how i did it <laughs> but you did <laughs> i did so if, I, if cheryl how can do that there is hope for the rest of us yep you've just got to laugh it off <laughs> uh, just to finish up cheryl a final comment from you to everybody out there Oh, my gosh. Do you want something wise? <laughs> no, I want something Cheryl. Looking... I want something Cheryl. Cheryl, okay. 
Yeah, have fun and just follow your heart and, yeah, creative energy or, or artistic energy comes in so many different forms, baking, writing, singing, just do something, gardening. Um, yeah, don't label it. Have fun with it. Yeah, and send yeah. me a message if you ever want inspiration. I'm always, always love inspiring other people to paint and be creative. Beautiful. So, Cheryl, where will people find you, please? They can. I'm. I'm starting. I'm on my Facebook page. Sometimes I go into studio mode and I forget about Facebook. Um, yeah. But I do post regularly on Facebook, and I will be sharing more as I build my new bodies of work, and my website as well. So, okay. I so do they have Shell Hart, uh, intuitive artist. Yes, for Facebook and also for Instagram, Cheryl Hart Intuitive Artist. And my website is CherylHart.com.au. Okay, yeah. beautiful. And, yeah, and I do have intentions of creating a newsletter to share tips and inspiration as, as it comes through with my work. I, I get a lot of messages when I paint and a lot of them feel relevant to my journey, but a lot of them are universal as well. So, yeah. um, Michelle just Michelle just put Thank your website you. there. And Carol saying, value everything you do. Love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for your comment. Thank you for tuning Thank in. You. Um, Thank I'm you. Thank you, It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's such a pleasure to hold space with you and, and to talk about art and to, to demystify mm -hmm. the topic of art yeah. uh, so people can actually have fun. Um, Cheryl, this is, as Michelle said, it's probably not going to be the last time that you're going to do a Facebook Live. This was probably your first. Um, you like... <laughs> I'm sure that Michelle... You created, created a monster. Yes, Michelle and <laughs> Walker will be in touch with you because Michelle not only does these shows, she is the executive producer for yeah. Enlightened Conversations, but she also has a beautiful online magazine. And maybe you can be featured there with your art. That's me yeah. thinking out loud. So Michelle and you yeah. can actually talk about it, and I'm sure that you'll you'll get something yeah. out of that. Thank you. I thank you both, Rochelle and Raul. Raul, it's such an honour to be here, and I've had so much fun. And um, you've demystified Facebook Live for me. So it's good. Good, good. And uh, and if there was <laughs> something that we learned, is never to give up because we were trying to get yes. you on, and suddenly it all happened. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'm really touched to share with you. And thank you for listening to my story. I do get very passionate and sometimes over talk, but um, I'm no, always but here I, to help anyone if they've ever got questions. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think that it's like the idea to be passionate about something that it actually entices yeah. people to, to listen and to watch and to realize I'm not alone yeah. in the world. There's somebody else like me out there. Yeah, and some of my most amazing creations have happened in my pajamas. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> so people, some... get in your pajamas. <laughs> and follow that inspiration. When it strikes, you just need to, to move with it and, and stay with it and don't allow judgments of other people to creep in. Just do it for you and because you love it and it's your journey and it's your connection to something that's so sacred and just to have fun with it. Yeah. So thank you, Raul. I'm looking forward to seeing your work. Oh, well, uh, as you I, shall, I shall continue. I shall continue in my endeavors and sharing with you, Sharon, with everybody I did. Yeah. Thank you once again from my heart to yours. 
for um, allowing you. us uh, a little peek into your world and uh, continue continue watching. And Michelle is just saying, yes, we'd love to have you in okay. Love Work Advocate Magazine. So there you have it. There's your, there's yeah, your other you. avenue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And I'll keep sharing my angels and um, keep doing what I love. And thank you for supporting me. It's, I'm really grateful. Thank you. Always, always. Um, I would like to take this opportunity not only to thank Cheryl, but to thank my sponsors for the show, Life Worker mm -hmm. Foundation and Wildlife Publishing House, for being so kind and making this show for me and Cheryl, in this case, possible. So thank you all very much. And as I always say, please remember, believe in angels because they do believe in you. Thank yeah, you. They should. Thank you, Raul. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful you. day. Bye. Bye, Raul. Thank you.